Welcome to day number 22 of the 30 Day Marriage Challenge. Good morning, everyone. My name is TT. I'm TT from the D. And I want to thank you all for taking time out of your schedule to rise up this morning, each and every morning or afternoon, depending on the day of the week that has been within this month, to ride with us as we affectionately talk about different subjects, scriptures, and things of that nature regarding marriages, married couples, a little bit of encouragement, motivation, inspiration to help us get from day to day, but to also just reflect over what it looks like for us to be in a union, what God intended that to look like for us. I want to say good morning and thank you to all of our listeners across the globe, starting with the United States. Bahrain, Philippines, Canada, Ireland, India, Italy, Puerto Rico, United Kingdom, Brazil, Romania, Australia, Saudi Arabia, Bulgaria, Netherlands, Poland, Russia, Germany, Denmark, Switzerland, Mexico, Egypt, Guam, Ukraine, Bangladesh, Lebanon, one of my newest one, Argentina, and Czech Republic. We want to say thank you. Thank you for taking time out. Thank you for choosing us to listen to, whether it's for this 30-day marriage challenge or if you've been rocking and rolling with us and checking us out for our Wind Down Wednesday segments each and every Wednesday at 8 o'clock right here on TT from the D Podcast Show. Today, we are going to talk about grieving a spouse. In light of, we are getting closer. We are days away from Thanksgiving, the holiday. For some, this is a very heavy, hard season to go through. Some have just recently lost a loved one, their spouse. Some have been grieving for a couple of years, a couple of months. It depends on the season in which your loved one passed away, but... What's not misunderstood is that this is a tough season. While a lot of us are preparing to be with our family, our loved ones, our husbands, wives, there also are a lot of families that will have an empty chair at the table. Whether that's where dad sat, wives, your husband, or if that's where mom sat, husbands, your wives. They're gone on to be with God, and that chair is empty. There's memories that surround us each and every day, especially when you are in a beautiful marriage with someone and you end up on this journey alone. And I know that this might not be what everybody wants to hear, but I believe that it's what everybody needs to hear. Why? Because as long as you are in this world, there will come a time when you will have to lay your spouse to rest or your spouse will have to lay you to rest. When we marry, the goal is for us to become one. It was talked about and written in Genesis 2 and 24, in Malachi 2 and 15, in Mark 10, 7 through 8, in Matthew 19, 4 through 6, 
in Ephesians 5 and 31. After you go to a funeral and or a memorial and you share your love and your sympathy with the spouse, have you ever thought about what happens to the surviving spouse when his wife passed away or her house, her husband passed away? Some might have thought about them. Some might keep in touch and some might not. You get those touching eulogies and the pastor always say you know after the phone call stop and the visit stop the grieving doesn't stop and we need to really be thinking about what can we do as people because it's a very painful journey to see someone who is so full of life and connected to their spouse when they're all alone they've spent many years with their significant other And some will grieve until it's their time to go. I had a co-worker last year who lost her husband. They both had COVID. And they had been married a long time. She wasn't really that old either. I believe they might have been in their 60s. And they both were in the hospital at the same time for a moment. And then he passed away and she was still in the hospital. And people said it. They said it ain't going to be long. She loved her husband. If she don't pass away from COVID, they said she'll pass away from a broken heart. And don't you know, I don't think it was a full two weeks. She did. She passed away. And they had a double funeral for them. And that was, to me, the true meaning of to death to his part. I did a little bit of research and I came up with a few things. And I wanted to share them because it's going to be imperative for people. Whether you are a spouse that no longer has your husband or your wife with you and this is for you or if you know someone and we all know someone who's had to bury their spouse I'm just a part of a group of people who believe it's one of the most difficult experiences next to a grieving mother or a grieving father who lost a child right next to a child who lost a parent It's crazy, but it's facts. It's a burden that a widow carries to fit the spiritual wallet while they're still here on earth. In case we wonder how can we help a loved one who's missing their spouse during this time of year maybe invite them to dinner if they don't want to get out maybe drop them off a plate if they don't cook for themselves but if they're willing to come over talk about their loved one I don't know why some people tend to want to 
Oh, let's not talk about her. Let's not talk about him. We don't want to upset them. No, it's very therapeutic and there's healing and reminding them of how much love they shared and how that spirit of that significant other will always be present. I think we're not always conscious about that, but we have to realize that's their truth. And we have to tarry for them that the Lord will heal them in his own way by giving them wisdom and reminding them that he's there to comfort them and to ease their sorrow, to encourage them to be stronger. Hmm. I think we all know as women, and men are starting to know, is that crying really does make you feel better. I did, as I said, a little research, and researchers at the University of Minnesota found that emotional tears, as opposed to those shed from exposure to the wind, say, or a cut onion, okay, contain two important chemicals, leucine incephalant, I'm going to spell that because I know I didn't say it right. L-E-U-C-I-N-E dash E-N-K-E-P-H-A-L-I-N and prolactin. And that the first of these is thought to be related to the way the body naturally relieves pain. See, one of the things that we have to remember is that every day the sun will rise, the sun will set, the sun is married to the moon. They're inseparable. And very rarely we see them in the sky at the same time, but it happens. Picking up the pieces for a spouse, I can imagine his heart. We have to stay encouraged. We have to keep loving those that have lost their spouses. And remember, when the holidays come, some of them are the most difficult times and seasons. And they might say, that spouse left him. I say, oh yeah, you know. I'm getting by. I'm doing okay. Of course, they're going to be sad and lonely and cry and miss the loved one, of course. But it's in the midnight hour. What can we do to encourage encourage them and strengthen them? As God would want us to do. You know, we, we have to remember them in this time. And pray for them. And in Matthew 5 and 4, it says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Grief is a very, very, very difficult emotion to carry. Then we go through shock and denial, intense concern, despair, depression. Then we go through recovery.
in Isaiah 41 and 10. It says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. In Psalm 18 and 28, it says, You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. And here's a great one. Revelations 21 and 4. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things have passed away. When we die in the world, we die once. But the spirit remains. Have you ever felt the presence of someone you love? I'd like to think during this time, a season of the year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, all these holidays are back-to-back, man-made, most of them. But it's a season where those that are left behind, it's tough. But I wanted to address that. We all know someone who has lost a soulmate, a twin flame, a husband, a wife, whether it's recently or it's been a few years. Don't forget to continue to pray for them. (laughs) Reach out to them in this season. See if they are interested in sharing the holiday with you. If that's not too much to ask. If that's not a bother. But just remember, it's a very difficult time for them. Every day is a journey. But there's something about going through a holiday. And no longer being able to have your husband or wife with you. One day. Unless you go together. Every husband, every wife. Will meet that season. Where they'll have to lay their spouse to rest. Where they will no longer be able. To share these holidays and these special moments. As we know some of these folks have already encountered. But hold on and keep continuing to create memories that will last you a lifetime. So when that time does come, those sweet memories, those fond loving memories can carry you through. And that's an important word through. God will give us the strength we need, but we owe it to ourselves to strengthen ourselves. And as brothers and sisters in Christ, We owe it to our loved ones to encourage those that are left behind. That's all I have for you this morning. I hope that you'll join me for day 23 tomorrow morning of the 30-Day Marriage Challenge. Have a great day.